0: I are delighted that the youth club is from 11 upwards with no ceiling, so we're okay. We can join, that's good. I've heard preaching uh, on just one word, just one theme, just one line of scripture, and then when I looked at the passage that was selected for tonight, which is a chapter and a half... I thought, this is not going to be easy. And I looked at it and I I really, I'll be honest, I couldn't seem to get going. And then I realised that what I was trying to do is to cram into a relatively short time so much of this deep and wonderful book, a book that is just so deep that we could spend literally years looking at the book of Hebrews. And once I realised that that's not what we want tonight, and when I see our young people here, uh, and I realised that the decision was obviously right, and I sort of started again, and it all begin, began to fit into place. The sections, I've split the readings up into four we can go through the four readings rather than read the whole chunk into one. So we're looking at Hebrews and chapter two. Hebrews chapter two, and the first we've we gone the first um, four verses. Hebrews chapter two, and it says this: We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we will not drift away. For since the message spoken through angels was binding, and every violation and dependence received its just punishment, how shall we escape if we ignore such a great salvation? This salvation which was first announced by the Lord was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also testified to it, by the signs, wonders and various miracles and by the gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. In chapter 1, we heard how Christ has superiority over the prophets, superiority over the angels. And in the coming weeks, we'll hear of his superiority over Moses and Joshua, Christ has always and must always have the superiority he must have paul position Christ in the first place it 's little wonder that the writer of hebrews and it's rather strange that we love this book but we don't know who wrote it we know that it was god who inspired the book by his holy spirit and that the debate as to who actually put pen to paper will go on till the lord returns we don't know but we don't need to know people the the um school of thought tends to go over to paul but we don't know But all we know is that all scripture, every single word in this wonderful book, all scripture, is God-breathed. And when you come across these difficult passages, keep that in mind. Lord, I don't understand, but it's your word, and I bless you for it. Chapter 2 and verse 1, it says this, look. We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we will not drift away. Uh, Another translation says, therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. In other words, you take good focus upon this wonderful, wonderful word. Because of this, we are commended... To consider his inspired words and to do four things and it's good that the youngsters are here tonight i know you've got the uh, after church and what i want you to do is to i'm going to give you four things what the writer of hebrews is commending us to do and what i want you to do when you're having your food and your afters i want you to say to one another what were those four things What were those four things? And by the end of the night, you will all know what the four things are. So listen very carefully. These are the four things that the writer of Hebrews in these passages that we're going to look at tonight are commending us to do. Regarding the Lord Jesus, we are to hear him. We are to see him. We are to trust him. And we are to consider him. Just to think about him. So I'll be coming to them one by one, but that's it. To hear him, to see him, to trust him, and to consider him. So, in between your pies and your cakes and everything like that, challenge one another, and then you'll all know what are these four things. And I believe they are four wonderful guidelines as we grow in faith, trusting in the Lord. We are to hear him. The first of these um, solemn abominations is for believers to pay attention to what God is actually saying in his word. As we go through over the subsequent weeks, we'll see that there are four times when the Lord said, Do not harden your heart. When you hear his word, do not harden your heart. You can be in a service of worship year on year on year, and yet your heart becomes, becomes calloused. You don't let the word go in. You are hardened, and the, one of the terms is gospel-hardened. When we was at Kingsbridge, there was a lady came in one, one day... We used to open up the church twice a year when it was Carnival Day and uh, the winter extravaganza. And we'd open up the church and let people just come in and have a coffee and give them a tractor. Good news newspaper. And this lady came in one day. She said, can I speak to the pastor? And they brought this lady over. She said, I just want to thank you. She said, for having God's word, a wayside pulpit, outside and I said, well, I think that's the best thing we can do, get the word out. She said, well, she said, I've been a Christian, she said, for just 12 months. She said, we came on holiday, and I was the only one in our family. My husband, my mum, my dad, my children, my brothers, everyone's a Christian but me. I heard the word, but it wouldn't go in. She said, and then I saw that tract, and it was John fourteen six. She said, and that was it. And the word came in. That lovely old hymn says, My hardened heart was touched, thy pardoning voice I heard, and joy and peace came in whilst listening to thy word. Hear him, hear God's word, hear what God is saying. During the Old Testament times, God dealt very severely with those who disobeyed, disobeyed his word. In these days, we have a greater obligation. Because we have the complete canon of scripture. We've got in this word all God wants us to know. All scripture is God breathed. All scripture. The whole revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ is in this wonderful word. When Paul was writing to the church in Rome. And and we read this wonderful verse in Romans 15 and verse 4. Everything... That was written in the past. Was written that through the endurance and the encouragement of scripture. We might have hope. I think that's wonderful. All the uh, genealogies. All the lists of the judges and the kings. And all the stories and everything. And you think, oh Lord, I'm never going to take all this in. It's given to us. The encouragement and the endurance of the scriptures. We today in this difficult world, a day in which the Christian is being marginalised, a day in which it's going to be very difficult to stand up and profess your faith, all scripture is God breathed and it's an encouragement to him. So the first thing is we are to hear him, to hear his word. Be very careful When you hear something that is not God's word. There are many people about today that said, God has said. Now that always puts me a little bit on edge. Well where does it say, oh well no, no, I I was having a dream the other night and God said, did he really? God said all we need to hear in this wonderful word. So we are to hear him. The second thing is we are to see him. Let's look at verse 5 through to verse 9 It is not to angels that he has subjected the world to come about which we are speaking but there is a place where someone has testified what is mankind that you are mindful of them a son of man that you care for him that you made him them a little lower than the angels you crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet in putting everything under them God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet at present we do not see everything subject to them. But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honour because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. This is what we've been reminded ourselves of tonight. This is why we've taken the bread and the wine. We are to hear him and we are to see him. Graham didn't know what I was going to share tonight, but what did he say? We We want to see Jesus. The disciples wanted to see Jesus. Mary Magdalene and the women, they wanted to see Jesus. And this is where you'll see Jesus. In and through his precious word there is a world to come there is a world to come for the believer that is far 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 better than this life that we have now i hope that your life is good but this word tells us that the best is yet to be the very best is yet to be but how we live our life today what we do for the lord will determine our place In the future kingdom. The kingdom of God with Christ. Today we see man has fallen in Adam. But by faith. And that's the word. By faith. We live by faith. Not rule books. By faith. We see Christ and his victory. And here is the wonderful promise. Because he is glorified. We shall be glorified in him now, that's something that, from a human perspective, we find... You know, we don't like praise and glory. We don't like it. We, don't, we want to give God the glory. But we are going to be glorified because of what Christ has done. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. To which of the angels did God say, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool under your feet. There is a victory. The victory... Is assured. We are to hear him. We are to see him. And now we are to trust him. Let's look at verse 10: verse 10 through to 18. And we see this: In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered. Both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again he says, here I am and the children of God has given me. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason he had been made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God. And that he might make atonement for the sins of people, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Wow, there is just so much. Absol- I just love that passage. There is so much in that passage. Persons who trust in the Lord are God's children, they're on the way to glory. The, Re- the Redeemer, which is Jesus, has defeated death and the devil. And he understands how people feel as they face temptations. We are faced with temptations every single day of the week. It might even be for some every hour of the day. We are faced with temptations. But when we look to this wonderful word, when we look to this word, we can see that we can trust him to help us in our point of need. That wonderful passage that's shared in the four of the Gospels about the temptation of our Lord in the desert, in the wilderness. He tempted him, he tempted him, he tempted him. And he resisted. Why did, What did Jesus use? He used the word of God. Satan misused the word of God. The Lord Jesus used the word of God. Temptation will come. Temptation is there. The trials of life are all around us. I'm not even going to begin to list the temptations because we would be here all night, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Someone said to Billy Graham once, they said, Dr. Graham, uh, uh, when when did you um, stop looking at uh, an attractive young girl? And he said, oh, I haven't stopped. And he, uh, the man that asked him was shocked. He said, You're a preacher of the gospel. You're you're, you're a man of the cloth, he said. He said, no, he said, it's not the first glance. It's the second and the third. He said, you can't stop the first glance. There's a very old Chinese proverb. I wish it was in our book of Proverbs. And it says this. You can't stop a bird landing on your head. But you can stop it building a nest. That is temptation. Get rid of the bird before it starts to build that nest. Chinese were pretty good at a lot of things weren't they but that's it isn't it temptation comes we can resist the temptation because of what the Lord Jesus was, uh, was able to do we can do the same he was an overcomer we can be overcomers also in him when we hear him, when we see him when we trust him when we trust him that's the wonderful thing I'm just going to pinch a few verses from uh, what's going to come in weeks, in weeks to come. But I couldn't resist, I'm afraid. But if you hear it twice, it's worth hearing twice. A few words from Hebrews um, 4, which tells us this. Hebrews 4.14. 4.14. <laughs> Therefore. Since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathise with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace. With confidence that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us when? in our time of need isn't that wonderful we have this high priest this great high priest in the lord jesus we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need if you're driving along in your car and the car's fine and everything's all right you're not going to ring the AA. And say, "Excuse me, could you come out to me?" "Yes, sir. What's the problem?" "Well, nothing. Everything's fine." "You're not going to call on someone or something if everything's fine." "We're going to call them in in our time of need. We are to trust him." A young boy was out one day walking, and he saw they uh, was up on the uh, up on the hill somewhere, and uh, on the cliffs. And he saw the emergency services. So naturally curious, he went over to see them. And he said, what's the matter? He said, you go, just in time. He said, "Uh, there's someone falling over the edge of the cliff. He said, and we cannot get a man down to him. We need someone small like you. Uh, Can we lower you? Oh, just a minute, he said. I'll be back in a minute. And the boy ran off. And he came back with a man. And he said, what are you do? And he said, "You want to lure me over the cliff? My father will lure me, because I trust him. My father will lure me, because I trust him." When I qualified for ministry, I was given a, presented a book, and in the front of this book, the person that had given me this book, they put the text from Proverbs three, verse five and six, and I thank God for that text. And it says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Isn't that wonderful? Trust in the Lord, not a little bit, with all your heart, with your inmost being, with everything you've got. Trust him. Lord, I don't understand what's going on. I cannot make sense of this. This should not be happening. But I trust you, Lord Jesus. I trust you. Because I know the best is yet to be. We are to hear him. Are you taking notes? We are to hear him, to see him, to trust him. And finally, we are to consider him. To think about Jesus. We think about all kinds of things, don't we? We are to think about him. We are to consider him. Now we're looking at chapter 3 now and there's just six verses at the beginning of chapter 3 which cover this section. There's a lot of therefores in this, in this book and we had a, a pastor once and he said, Derek, he said, whenever you see a therefore, see what it's there for. It's because of what comes before it. Therefore, says the writer, holy brothers and sisters. When I bought this Bible, I know your Bible doesn't say brothers and sisters. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's translation. A lot of it don't say brothers it's, it's become all inclusive, you see. Right. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus. Hallelujah. Whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses. Just as the builder of a house has greater honour than the house itself. For every house is built by someone. But God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house. Bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house. And we are his house. If indeed we hold firmly to our confidence... And the hope in which we glory. I told you it's very deep stuff. But simply and profoundly. Consider him. Think about him. Hebrews focuses on the Lord Jesus Christ. The writer is focusing these thoughts on the Jews. They were waiting for Messiah. Some accepted him. Some didn't. But he was focusing. This is why there are so many references uh, to the Old Testament. Hebrews focuses on Jesus Christ. The writer wants us to hear him, see him, trust him, consider him, and keep our eyes of faith fixed on him. I'm jumping ahead. I'm pinching a little bit from somewhere else. It'll probably be January, I think, when we get to um, Romans 12. But I'm going to share it anyway. Another therefore beginning of chapter 12. Therefore... Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the rays fixed out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god consider him give great thought to him consider him who endures such opposition from sinners why so that you will not grow weary and lose heart so that you will not grow weary and lose heart i never read it in its totality but some years ago, one of the most uh, popular books that was going around in Christian circles was called the Tape Letters. Did anybody remember? Anybody read that? Mm-hmm. Oh, rated. right. And the Screwtape Letters were supposed to be uh, Daddy, God, uh, Daddy Devil talking to uh, Son Devil uh, as to how he could best wreak havoc in the Christian church. And one of the biggest weapons that they were thinking of using... Or planning to use was discouragement. Lose heart. There are so many people today who are born again of the Spirit of God. They're given the light of the Lord Jesus, but they have lost heart. Someone and something has discouraged them and taken them out of the running. We look at other people, we look at ourselves, and we dismay sometimes. And look, we are commended here consider him give him your full attention and when you do you will not lose heart because of what christ has achieved because of what he's done and that lovely old hymn says we'll praise him for all that is past and we'll trust him for all that's to come consider him consider him these are difficult days and the believer is losing heart and many are falling away. They're not losing their salvation. The place is still reserved for them in glory. Their names are still in the book of life. But they are out of the running. Someone can trip you up. Paul writing to the church in Galatia said. You were in a good race. Who could in on you? Who legged you up? Who stopped you going on? Do you know we can cope with the whatevers. It's the whoevers that give us the most heartache. I used to preach at a church just outside Rochdale. And they uh, came to the church one Sunday morning. And to find the place had been burnt down. Someone had set fire to the church. And overnight they'd burnt it down. So they quickly got the folks together. They knocked on the door of the local British Legion and said, Look, the church is gone. Can we meet here this morning? And they said, Yes, you can. And uh, however long you want. The church banded together. Funds were raised Brand new church building went up. Hallelujah to the glory of God. It's not the whatevers. It's the whoevers. Who cut in on you. Who caused you to lose heart. Whenever you are as a believer. Whenever you are tempted. To look at yourself. To look at others. Then consider Jesus. By faith. And rejoice in his faithfulness i just want to just share a little bit of thing you may remember about peter and that night on the lake it's a storm it's dark it's the middle of the night shortly before dawn jesus went out to them walking on the lake they're in danger of sinking when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Look if you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, said Jesus. Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, lord save me immediately jesus reached out his hand caught him oh you of little faith he said why did you doubt why do we doubt who can doubt his tender mercies who through life hallelujah has been my guide he took his eyes off the lord and he began to sink So can we. There's a little hymn that I'm not going to sing or anything like that. I'm just going to share the word. I don't even think it's in Mission Praise. I don't know where it is, but I found it on... And it says this. For we see Jesus enthroned on high, clothed in his righteousness. We worship him. Glory and honour we give unto you. We see you in your holiness... And bow before your throne. You are the Lord. Your name endures forever. Jesus. The name. High over all. Remember those four things. Not just the youngsters. Look to the word. And hear him. See him. Trust him. And consider him. And the Lord bless his word to us tonight. Amen. Whilst I was preparing this word, I realised